Welcome to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, the podcast that offers real tools and real conversations to help you feel good about teaching and yourself again. As a teacher who has spent more than two decades in the classroom, I get it. I know you have a lot to do, so if you need help right now, book a free consult call at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. Now, let's get to the show. I could have as easily titled this podcast, What or Where is Your Creativity? Because as you will hear in this little audio valentine for your teaching ears, I believe that creativity and finding your genius are linked. If you've listened long enough, and maybe you know my work, you know that I love the brain. And as a coach, the thought work that I do taps into the creativity that teachers and students experience in the learning process, which is why I love working with teachers and students on neural flexibility, working memory, time management, how to take a really big project and chunk it down into little pieces. I do all of that. And for teachers, I definitely look at our innate enoughness. So this kind of executive function work that I weave into my life coaching work is, I believe, the place of the spiritual intersection of my own personal genius and intuition, or should I just say my creativity. Any good teacher knows that teaching and learning, well, they are inherently creative acts. As teachers, we create each day. We lesson plan. We create the experience and the vibe and the ambiance for our students. We create what we want them to learn. And if we're doing it well, we set up an environment to make learning flow and happen for our students. So that's why today I want to talk to you about this idea of having a genius versus being a genius. And full disclosure here, I lean heavily on the magnificent TED Talk that one of my favorite writers, Elizabeth Gilbert of Eat, Pray, Love fame, she gave this talk on February 9th, 2009, all about creativity. And this TED Talk is dazzling. It is so brilliant, and Gilbert is so wonderful as she touches on what is true about the creative process. So I'll put a link in the show notes. But for me, her TED Talk is most interesting when she talks about how creative and high-achieving people, which is every single teacher I know, can realize their own enoughness and abundance and simultaneously put less pressure on themselves with this idea of having a genius versus being a genius. And I think this is so important for the longevity of teachers in our profession and in education to really be able to know how and when our work is good, how and when we're affecting our students. 
So when Gilbert decided to dive into the world of creativity, she went back to the ancient Greeks and Romans. And this is what I think is so fascinating. The ancient Greeks and Romans had an entirely different view of creativity. The ancient Greeks believed that there was a spirit they called a daemon, and the Romans called this spirit a genius. And this genius would live in the walls. It was like a divine entity or a little fairy or a little sprite who would live in the walls of an artist's home and would come out of the walls like a muse to help you with your project, with your work or with your painting. In this way, the artist was protected almost had a little bit of distance from their own work, their product, if you will, because if your work was amazing, well, your genius really came out of the walls for you that day and really helped you out. And if your work was kind of crappy, well, maybe your genius didn't really show up, right? Maybe they just kind of phoned it in from the Roman walls and just didn't even do... (laughs) their divine sprite energy work. So then, as Gilbert recounts in this talk, things shifted during rational humanism and during the Renaissance. And as we all know from our history lessons, it was during the particularly Italian Renaissance when humans were put at the center of the universe. And for the first time ever during the Renaissance, people start to refer to artists as being a genius rather than having a genius. And Elizabeth Gilbert's talk points out the error, the crime in that small thought switch, in that tiny language difference between having a genius versus being a genius. And I think this is so important even for our students to understand the relationship between the two, because the difference between having a teaching genius and being a teaching genius is huge. Because here's the deal, it puts way too much pressure on the individual to perform, to be good at her job, to have all of your grades entered, and to have all of those letters of college recommendation written perfectly for students applying, uh, you know, lickety split, they want it yesterday, to be everything to everyone, to perform at your highest creative level. Let's face it, in our careers, couldn't we all do with a little less pressure or judgment? about our work. All of this begs the question for all of us here and all of you listening, what or where is your creative teaching genius? Wouldn't it feel nice if you had some magical sprite that lived in your classroom and office wall? Every time you sat down to grade or lesson plan or create winning content that your students could love. I know it sounds a little silly or maybe woo-woo or wacky, but think about the liberation of having a teaching genius, like a little being in your house <laughs> and again in your classroom, who was there when you needed it. That way you could talk to it and say, look, 
I'm showing up right now and I'm doing my part and I'm getting ready for parent-teacher conferences and I'm getting ready for, you know, that talk with my principal about what goals I'm going to set for myself this year. I'm looking at all the data. I'm here. I've got my butt in the chair and I need you to come out of the wall or through me and help me with all of these comments, all of these progress reports, and all of these essays I have to grade. For me, having a teaching creative genius sure feels lighter than putting all that pressure on me. So what or where is your teaching genius? I'd love it if you wanted to respond send me an email over at the Chrissy concept at gmail.com. I'd love to respond to those. I will respond to everyone. I respond to every email that you all send me. So give me a shout and have an amazing week out there as you befriend, call upon, maybe make some coffee for your teaching genius. I'll see you in the next episode, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode, teacher friends. If this podcast speaks to you, please share it. Share Teacher Talk with one teacher or administrator or educator in your life. To continue the conversation and have life-changing tools and resources sent directly to your inbox, join my weekly newsletter, Teacher Talk, at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. There you can also book a consult with me. That's a one-on-one conversation to see if coaching might be just what you're looking for. Sometimes one call is all it takes. Have a great day in and out of the classroom, my friends. We'll see you next time.